Uh, so we have we have Crystal Howe here with us. Ridgeline is uh, they have a a, a, vol- a boys volleyball team, and boys volleyball is a, is not a sanctioned sport in the state of Utah, and it's a club sport trying to grow. And uh, we've had these conversations about club teams trying to make it as sanctioned sports. Kind of the, the, the big difference that makes with support, financial support, significantly travel and a lot of other things. But boys volleyball is relatively new-ish sport trying to grow in Cache Valley and through the state of Utah. So, Crystal, thanks for coming down and joining us here today. Tell us a little bit more about Ridgeline and what's been going on. Well, thanks for having me. Um, We started the boys volleyball team when my oldest son, who is graduated four years ago, um, so we've had the team at Ridgeline for four years. Um, He wanted to play volleyball, and the closest place we could find for for club volleyball was in Salt Lake, and he ended up playing for Weber High School um, for two years and then stated that he wanted to have a team. Um, for his brother, who was a freshman at the time, to be able to play for. So he and three other boys decided to start a team. We met with uh, Brittany Foster, who was the principal, or actually Robert Hinky, uh, the principal at the time. And then I'd worked through Brittany Foster, who was the vice principal and now principal, to start a club. They submitted to the school district. They did a fundraiser of selling pumpkins, uh, straw, and corn stalks to buy balls. Nice. And within... Um, that, that season, they were able to put together a team. They've had to recruit throughout the whole county. They had boys from uh, Skyview, uh, Green Canyon, and Logan, Mountain Crest. They had a setter from Mountain Crest on the team. So to see Mountain Crest boys playing with Ridgeline boys right when the whole school split happened was tricky first, but they're, they were best of friends by the end of the season. And that year, we took fourth in state, and four of those boys who started that team were all named to the All-State team. That's um, so cool. So now we are four years later. Um, freshman son is now a senior playing outside hitter, have an amazing team this year. Um, we're so excited that we think we really have a really good shot at state this year with our boys playing. Again, we recruit from everywhere, except for now we can't go to Skyview because Skyview started a team last year, which we think is awesome to have two schools in the Valley. So there's only one school in the Valley initially. And then two, where do we go? We go to Davis area. We play at Northridge high school with all the Davis high school area with Davis high school, Northridge, Weber, Farmington, Bountiful, and those are some of the teams we played down in the Davis County. We drive an hour to go play down there. Have a huge, when we was not in COVID, uh, we had a bigger support system or bigger fan base there supporting us than any other team who lived in that area. So we have a great team. Um, and this, the reason I'm here today is, number one, to talk to everyone who might have a son who's interested in playing volleyball and have never heard that we have a volleyball team, that we have finally a home game. <laughs> We've never had a home game. And it's going to be Monday, the 29th, against Weber. Weber's agreed to come up and play us. Um, and our JV will start at 7, and our varsity will start at 8. And I would love for any principal who'd like to come and see what their boys are doing, or any parent of a child who's ever considered a boy, who's ever considered coming to play volleyball, to come watch. Um, bring a mask. We've got the big gym, which is kind of fun. And I just want to give a shout out to Mike Hansen, our athletic director, and Brittany Foster, because I can't tell you how many other um, coaches from at, throughout the state of Utah have stated they haven't had the support of a principal or an athletic director. Wow. And Mike Hansen has been so good. It's spring sport time. Everyone wants you know, their time in the gym, especially in Cache Valley, until it gets warm. But he's worked really hard to give us time in the gym. And now that spring sports have moved outside, the gyms are open, so we're able to get a little more time there. And Brittany was the beginning one who supported us, and I appreciate her helping us to continue to have boys volleyball. 
Sorry, yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask, in fact, AJ Knight wrote down a really yeah. good question. He wanted to ask, what are the challenges with perception growing up of, of boys' volleyball, which really isn't a readily available option, but now it's starting to become to be? Yeah, and if you see boys play volleyball versus girls play volleyball, that's why boys should never play with the girls. It's the different angles. It's a different um, atmosphere. It's it's hard-hitting, very athletic. Different velocity. Different velocity, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever been hit by a boy, it's scary, or even seen a boy hit down. Um, and having BYU here in the va- in the state of Utah being last year na- ranked number one in yeah, the nation, absolutely. I've taken those boys down to see a BYU game many times, pulling in 6,000 in a crowd where you can barely hear yourself talk to each other. And see boys' volleyball at its best is amazing. Um, and, and to see um, these boys starting to hit, I, I, what I love about boys' volleyball is about 80% of the boys who play don't play any other sport. This is their opportunity to play something different or something that they may not have had a chance to play a sport. I had one kid who came to uh, try out, and he thought it was a pickleball tryout. And I said, just try out. He was amazing and natural. Um, I asked him, have you ever played volleyball before? You have to have played volleyball before. And he said, no, but I have goats. And I was like, <laughs> I was like so you, what sport? No, I said, what sport have you played? He's like, nothing. I only have goats. And I was like, and his name, we called him Easy Ethan Zollinger. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. Um, graduated last year. Such a great volleyball player. Played every position I ever asked him from setter to, to middle blocker um, to libero for me. Uh, and I still get to see all these boys play in the Valley um, at competitions. Um, they're still playing. I have one currently playing on USU's team. Oh, I have awesome. one I just passed. He's uh, refing a girls game, right? A girls competition right now. My son down at Snow College is coaching for the freshman team at my um, home high school oh, cool. right now. So we've talked about how um, you know there, there's a process to be from taking a, a club sport to be a sanctioned sport, and all that goes into that, and the advantages of having it be sanctioned, but with Title Nine, uh, you can't add a boy sport unless you're adding a girl sport. And we've seen some new sports added recently. Girls wrestling had a new season this year. Uh, we lacrosse. We talked about lacrosse uh, just yesterday. There's a boys and girls lacrosse. Uh, we're next week. We're going to be talking about uh, water polo. I'm excited about that one too. That's yeah. a growing sport in the city of Utah. But where does it stand for boys volleyball? What's their trajectory or chances of becoming a sanctioned sport? And um, that's a tough feel for me to talk about today yesterday was the vote for sanctioning um and we took a hit um we lost five to nine in our sanctioning vote um we've been fighting um for two years to get this passed we thought um we might have a shot because they also at the same meeting um passed competitive cheerleading so we thought with the title nine option of girls versus boys our issue is like with lacrosse you bring a boys team of lacrosse you bring a girls team of lacrosse water polo you've got girls water polo you got boys water polo Volleyball, you've got a problem because you already have a girls' volleyball team. But in that same sense and in that same reference, there's not a team for a boy to play that sport in. And um, according to the Utah High School Athletic Association, there should be and and needs to be an equal opportunity for all sexes to play a sport that is currently played by the Utah High School Athletic Association. And there isn't anything unless you give an option for boys to play on a girls' team, which, again, we just talked about. Not the same velocity, not the same sport. Um, because of not the girls, the girls who can control a ball when my boys are learning will crush my boys. <laughs> the girls will and do crush my boys. But once my boys start hitting and doing the velocity and start getting better, it's really difficult for a girls, a boy to, to be able to um, a girl to compete against a boy because of how they jump, how they hit, the blocking aspects, a whole different game, and a higher net, which 
makes girls a little bit trickier. Who are some of the boys that you're excited at, at Ridgeline who are starting to up and come in the game of volleyball? Who are some of those guys, uh, kids who are standing out right now? Yeah, I'll, I'll call out seven seniors we have and, and my varsity team specifically. But um, we've got uh, currently, my I'll say my son because he'll get mad if I don't say him first. But Logan Howell, <laughs> um, Logan's my outside hitter. And what's so cool about Logan being the outside hitter this year is I've made him play everything but outside hitter. Because when you get a volleyball player, they want to be the outside hitter. Everyone wants to be the outside hitter. And Logan could have and should have been my outside hitter for years. But I've always said, you have to, I need a middle blocker. I need a right side. I need someone passing in the back. So I've always made him play what I needed. And this year, we were lucky enough to get a really uh, great uh, bring in from um, Green Canyon, Josh Bale. He's coming in. He's a six foot, oh, I want to say eight uh, middle blocker who just moved up here from, and he's playing for us. We've got Dawson Barbin. He's another middle blocker. We've got, um, and um, Dawson comes from Mountain Crest, and um, we also have Dax Daniels. Dax Daniels, our right side, he's from Logan. Evan Von Niederhausen, he's from Logan High as well. I'm going to miss someone, so i got to be really cautious. Connor Forsberg, he's our middle blocker as well. Other outside is Stetson. Um, he has got a lot of energy, and he has a vicious vertical. So he can just, he doesn't look like it. He jumps out of the gym, and when he ignites, it's crazy. So we've got eight boys on our varsity team. They'll be playing. Um, all of them have been, oh, and oh, I can't miss Mikey. Sorry, Mikey's my setter, who was my freshman setter for my son's, my first son's team, who's been playing our setter every year for the last four years from on the varsity team. So um, Michael is amazing. Um, he's got great hands, and I really honestly will probably go on and play volleyball in college, wow. I guess, and in trying to as well. So it's an energetic, it's amazing to see them hit and, and pound, but also it's, their serves are fascinating to watch. And the, that fact that they can actually dig a, a hard-driven ball is amazing. So I've, ha I've got uh, uh, nieces and, and a nephew down in Arizona, big volleyball family. Um, it, two of them went on to play the Division One level so they're they're really into into volleyball so we've, i've got to see a lot of that um but what i've kind of observed through watching volleyball especially watching boys volleyball is that it seems like those are a lot of guys playing volleyball who probably also could be playing basketball so it, it, are you trying when you're trying to recruit and find kids are you looking at maybe some kids that play basketball and this is the off season for basketball great opportunity to work on your hops to to jump to you know, need a leaping ability I need long arms. Does that translate well? Uh, or are you, when you're trying to recruit a team, you're looking at other aspects? Um, yes. A couple of things. Some of these boys have never played anything but volleyball, but we work with every sport. For example, Dax Daniels plays lacrosse right now. He's in his lacrosse season. If you come watch him, you'll see his um, arms. They're bruised black because of lacrosse. So he comes, and after a lacrosse game, will come still hit volleyball practice and hit a volleyball game. Um, we've got some boys who play tennis who've played on our team. We work it so that we can work with multiple sports. Basketball players, we have our tryouts ask, um, right after basketball season. They don't come to open gym because we don't want to injure them during basketball season. So we can and do work with a lot of athletes. Um, track players, most of our boys run track. We really feel like having two, um, two player, players who play multiple sports really brings something to our table. Um, basketball players, absolutely. We can almost turn anyone within six months into who's a basketball player into a volleyball player because it's footwork, hand-eye coordination, and leaping. You know, you've got all those. But then you've got, like, my Evan Von Niederhausen, 
who's not the tallest guy in the world, but he can pass. He is, he, I don't know how he does it because he is little, but he can just pass. And then if he can't get to the ball, he full out dives and kicks it up. I can't tell you how many times he's pulled <laughs> with a kick up. So here's a kid who's probably never going to make a basketball team um, because he isn't the tallest guy in the world, but he is an amazing volleyball player. Um, and to think, what if we didn't have that? What sport does he have? Um, he does run track, so I will say that too. He does do track as well, but he, it's fun to see that they have this option as well to play. Uh, what would a good position for Eric? I mean, Eric, if you'll just do like a full <laughs> jump, a vertical jump, could you give a position for Eric? I mean, I'm probably going to be the outside right hitter, there's no doubt. <laughs> Eric, what, what, would, what would the position for Eric be? I'd probably be a back row guy. Back row defense especially. Yeah, yeah, that's probably more. That's where the ball usually goes more yeah. too. So can I don't, we? I don't quite have the hops. Can we put him? Um, the long arms. I don't know if we can put him like in the corner. You gotta be able to dive though. You gotta pull out the full on pancake. You can throw. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> hey, no if that's what we gotta have him do, I'm in. Body, I'm so in, coach. I like pancakes. Whatever we gotta do, coach. <laughs> put him in the corner. Let's have him dive. I like it. I like it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> hey, so for. Um, so you, you do have your your first and is it your only, only home match first in and four only years and maybe the only because of COVID and because of what happened is spring break is different in Davis than it is here and in Weaver. So we were scheduled to have a game during our spring break against Weaver and Weaver um, contacted us and said, hey, we're not going to make it because it's spring break. And I'm like, well, we're not going to make it because it's spring break. So I talked to um, our, our principal athletic director and they said, let's bring it up here. It's our practice time. We just opened up our practice time to a game against Weaver, so we're excited to be able to see. And again, Will Skyview great, host any games? No, they won't be able to have any games, but oh, we'd wow. like to have a scrimmage with Skyview. Um, Skyview is still a growing team. Our, I've been blessed to have a team that we've built from four years up. Skyview is two years into it and starting to build, um, so it's a little trickier. But they've got a great coach, Treva um, McEwen, who's their coach right now. She actually helps to coach the uh, Utah State boys um, club team up there as well. Mm. So she brings in a great set of skills. So I, I have no doubt Trevor will be super competitive. I'm, I'm happy to have her um, to have a competition here in the Valley, but she brings a huge force to the volleyball. So where, where does it need to go from here then? You, you lost out on sanction opportunity just last night, but you still have an opportunity to grow the sport, have more teams in the area, be created. Um, I think that's what it's going to have to be. We're going to have to see it grow in all the high schools. And I really would love to. I'd love to have every – I would love – Mountain Crest has reached out to me, how do we do a, a team? With it, with COVID, they weren't able to do it this year. I really feel like Mountain Crest would have had a team this year. Um, Bear River has contacted me. Some boys from Bear River said, how Great. can we start our own team? We've had a boy from Bear River play with us and say, um, Coach Howe, what can you do? How can you help us? What fundraisers have worked? How can you help us start a team? So we've worked with them to try to figure out how to have a team. If we can get it bigger here, for example, in um, Washington County, they started out two years with two teams. I think it was two years ago they had two teams. They have seven now. Oh, wow. It's grown wow. exponentially. I thought it was fascinating to go two years ago to the state competition and see North Sampete High. I'm from Ephraim, Utah. I uh, went to Manti High. Our biggest rivals were North Sampete High. So obviously not the biggest schools in the state of Utah. But to see North Sampete pull together a team that came to state was so cool to think. You know, that's something that would be an opportunity, even where in my little town where I grew up, that you'd have the opportunity to play a sport. And I thought, I, I don't think this is just a big city sport. It's a, it's a little town sport, too. And what's also cool is um, people don't need a lot of money to play this sport. It's, you need a net. You need some shoes. 
and you can play the sports. So people from different um, ethnic backgrounds who may not have a lot of money can play. We've, we're able to recruit not just those people who have the money or can play the, the competitive club team. Anybody can play this sport. Um, I grew up for a little bit in Western Samoa, and we took my kids back to see where, where I was at. We were in the middle of a rainforest, and someone was there with a machete, cutting down a field to put up a net. And I thought, we're in the middle of nowhere, this little teeny Polynesian island, and they're playing volleyball. This, this game can be played anywhere and is played everywhere. It's also taught in the middle school. It, it's a basic sport taught in PE from middle school up that everyone has learned about and could and should be able to have an opportunity to play. Boy or girl. That's awesome. Hey, Coach, I want to thank you for your time so much thank for you. joining us here. This is great stuff. We wish you the very best. Uh, we'll stay in touch. March and, uh, 29th, 7 o'clock. Awesome. Your boys. And where at again? Ridgeline High School. Okay. Wear your masks. Absolutely. Come. And hey. I can't wait. Thank you so much thank for your time. You. I really appreciate you.